0: the professional's choice. Much thanks to the Master Group, guys. I got three more products from them to demo for you guys. Look for those soon on social media. In the meantime, check out master.ca. They're blowing up in Canada from east to west coast, and they are Canada's biggest Canadian-owned supplier in the HVAC industry. What's up, guys? I'm up on a roof today flying solo. No guest on this one. I do wanna talk about something that's important and I'm on a roof right now. I got, geez, I'm doing maintenance on about 18 or so package rooftop units. I got one unit I know has no refrigerant in it. I got one that seems like it's running, like it's short of gas. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff to check up here and I'm, and I'm doing all kinds of things. But in between, I'm, I'm gonna run these segments for you just to give you a little bit of insight on how five minutes to be a better tech and the aspect of customer education and customer service can propel you to be more successful in your in your day-to-day career. So, I got a couple of stories I'm going to tell you, and these stories pertain to customer service, customer education, and how that can help you, how that can help the customer, and how you build trust, and how you build rapport with the customer, and how when work comes up, and work is needed to be done, there's no battling there's no haggling it's snap of a finger yes do it because we know that you're going to take care of us doesn't matter what it costs as long as the cost is reasonable obviously so let's get into that right now guys this is the hvac know-it-all podcast i'm your host gary mccready welcome to the hvac know-it-all podcast recorded from a basement somewhere in toronto canada Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry, discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. All right, guys, in the background, you might hear some compressors and some fans starting up, but I'm, like I said, I'm on the roof. This is real HVAC, real life. But story number one here, guys, I had a customer and basically they distribute alcohol, right? That's their business. They distribute alcohol. And they have a, a bar in in their office space. And I took care of them, and they actually had about three facilities managers in the time that I had been working for them at, at their older building. But the most recent one at their older building, we, we developed a good rapport. I developed a good rapport with all of them It's actually how we got in there because one of the facilities manager was from another building. She left there and came over and took care of this one and and called me in to, to take care of that building because she enjoyed the service, right? So, but anyway, the last person in that position before they moved buildings was a gentleman that We had a good rapport, and he liked the fact that I educated him on what was wrong. I didn't just show up, fix it, and leave. I would show him pictures. I would show him articles and educate him on his server room and his equipment behind the bar. So when they moved, he called me in to grab an equipment list of everything and price out a contract. Now, generally speaking, uh, the area I'm in, it's, it's cutthroat. It's very competitive. You gotta price contracts very, very competitively to win them, right? And that gets your foot in the door for an inspection. You find repairs, and hopefully, you start making some money by the things that you're finding to fix throughout the the, the term of the contract. But here's the thing: when you have a customer that wants you to take care of the equipment, because they like you, they like the service, they know they're gonna get good service, they know they're gonna get educated and be well taken care of. You do not need to price competitively anymore to a certain extent. I mean, you can't go out to lunch and charge five times more than the other person because that's just, that's just asinine, right? You can't do that. But what you can do is price the job or price it correctly. And when I say correctly, I mean, there's drive time to get to a location. This, this isn't a downtown core, right? And getting into a downtown core is time consuming, especially if you have to stop outside of the downtown core and pick up parts, uh, belts, filters, whatever, whatever you gotta pick up to get to the job. So I priced this out in a way that included my drive time. My drive time in and my drive time out. It included like finding parking finding parking and walking to the building. Because in Toronto, if you guys are from Toronto, you know that the parking lots, they are starting to sort of <laughs> disappear because they're being bought up by by developments, the, the development companies, and they're building condos or whatever on them. There are underground parking, but a van with a ladder rack can't fit, right? so. It's either you take the ladder rack off and put a ladder somehow in your truck or you find a parking spot outside. So the contract was priced for all of that. So there's no there's no rushing through when you actually get on site to start rushing through the, the maintenance. You can actually take your time and check things properly. So that Going that extra mile, that's five minutes to be a better tech, does not only include technical aspects like making sure panels are back on, zip-tying things nice and neat, double-checking your work. It also includes a soft skill of being a good customer service representative. Because let's face it, you're representing yourself. You're, you're also representing your company. But first and foremost, you're representing yourself as a person. Because you might not stay with the same company forever. So you have to represent yourself first, right? But keep in mind that you're also representing your company because you may move on one day. And if you have a good reputation, when you move on, it's going to be a lot easier for you to find work because you have a reputation. So the soft skill of, of taking care of a customer is very, very important. And educating a customer is very important. Showing up, knowing what your customer takes in their coffee and showing up with a coffee for them You won't believe the smile it puts on a customer's face when you walk in with two coffees and hand them one and it's what they take in their coffee. They're blown away by the fact that you even remembered and you thought about them to bring them one. So these are the things that you need to do in order to to gain that advantage, right? Instead of going, and pricing that competitively like the office pricing it competitively to compete with other companies maybe bidding against it that didn't have to happen anymore because they wanted me and they wanted our company to go in and take care of their facility and we were able to price it correctly and get the job and we've had that contract now since they moved for about three years and, and, it's, and it's been great because like I said the drive time's in there picking up parts is in there trying to find a parking lot and walking over to the building that's all in there so when I get, and that's called bullshit time as far as I'm concerned. That's all BS time. But it's, 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 part of the, it's part of the package, right? We don't work in a mechanic shop where they someone brings their their equipment to you. We got to go to them. So our drive time should be included in that. And the customer should be paying for it. That's how I feel. That's one story, guys. I'll tell you another one in a second. All right, guys, so I'm gonna be digging into RLS a bit more in the near future. Rapid locking system, it's basically a press tool and fittings uh, for the refrigeration industry that holds up to 700 PSI. Now, just so you guys know, RLS was partnered with Sporlin, and it was sold under the ZoomLock brand. They have now parted ways. There's articles online that explain why they parted ways. I'm not gonna get into that right now. I'm actually having Paul Schubert He's the president of RLS on the podcast soon, and he can talk about that. Okay, in the meantime, you guys can look that up. I believe Mechanical Hub also had an article on that as well to explain what had happened. But RLS partnered with Sporlin. RLS tools and fittings were sold under the ZoomLock brand. They parted ways, but now the old ZoomLock fittings can still be used with the RLS Jaws. Spoiler went out and and uses a different style of fitting now. And there's a different jaw that goes with that, the ZoomLock Max. But RLS and ZoomLock Max are different. But the old ZoomLock fittings can be used with the RLS jaws. This is where it kind of gets confusing. So I'm going to have Paul on. He's going to explain it in more detail. But I am a fan of looking into new technology. So I'm going to be looking into this as well. So guys, the, the Yellow Jacket bender, the alloy bender. I bent some pipe. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast or not, but I bent some pipe, hard pipe after annealing it. And some people had some issues on the old bender with the bolt that held uh, the piece in place that have the dies. I can't remember the name of it. I know there's a name for that piece. But the bolt had broken. So I reached out to Yellowjack and their engineering department got back to me and said that that bolt had been upgraded to a, a stronger um, a stronger metal. So it's, it's not susceptible to breaking. So it's it's a pretty cool bender. I bent some hard copper with it after annealing it, obviously with a torch, that's the process of heating it up, right? And then letting it cool. And it's more workable after that. Basically it takes out the strength, but it creates a a more ductile metal. Ductile just means it can be manipulated without breaking or cracking it. The other thing I, I wanted to mention, since we're into the season of coil cleaning, if you guys are working on remote units, The Aircom jet gun that's sold by Cool Air Products in North America is a very cool product. It's battery powered. It comes with three bags. You can fill them with water, coil cleaner, whatever. It lasts for a good, I would say a good half hour, 35 minutes of full on usage. And I've cleaned like a 20 ton unit plus fresh air filters with it. I've cleaned, uh, multiple evaporators and walk-in coolers with it. It's, it's a good option if you don't want to run a hose and you don't have power around. So check that stuff out by Ercom, sold by Cool Air Products. And again, guys, Testo, Navac, their stuff, I use it all the time, it's awesome, sold at True Tech Tools, and 8% off using the promo code, know it all. Check it out. Customer rapport builds trust. All right, bringing them a coffee, showing them pictures, PDFs, videos, whatever, to educate them. It shows that you're on top of your game. A customer believing in you, knowing that you're on top of your game, is going to work for you in many ways. And I'll explain one. A lot of you guys can't quote your own repairs because you have to follow that flat rate book that you've been given. And you just have to do what it says in there. That's fine. In the commercial land that I work in, repairs usually are quoted unless the customer just says, go do it. They just give you the green light and you just go do it. But a lot of times they want to quote, so they're not surprised at the end of the day how much it's going to cost, right? And it gives them their accounting uh, division something to work with. So if the office were to quote something, they might not quote it the way I would. And that's not any fault to them. What I mean by that is they don't know the day-to-day stuff that I go through on particular job sites there's some buildings I go to I gotta I gotta sign in like literally in three different places before I can get onto the roof without them going through the motions of that they're not going to fully understand and fully take that in and fully absorb it right so it's in the front of their mind to allow for that kind of stuff just like I was talking about before driving to a downtown core finding a parking spot walking to it with all your tools like the office staff is not doing that so it's not on top of their it's not at the top of their mind so I quote my own repairs for quality quality work not speed when I was younger it was all about speed doing things fast trying to get things done quick to impress the boss but guess what speed bites you in the ass you make mistakes you don't do things properly as you get older you'll find that patience is an asset not speed Because when you're patient, you take the time to do it. You do it once. You don't get a call back and look silly. The customer doesn't get frustrated. The unit continues to run for weeks and months and even years before there's another problem when you take the time to do it right. So now, what I do is I quote my own work. The customer trusts me at many, many uh, sites I take care of because I'm in and out every single month, whether it's a monthly maintenance or, or a repair that I found. Right Or perhaps a service call. I quote my own work from that. And I quote it, as I mentioned before, to take into account all of the little BS things that you encounter during the day. Plus the time it takes to do things right. So, for instance, if the office were to quote a job for myself for a day and a helper for half a day, just to get things going, i would quote that for the helper for the whole day i'll tell you why because now there's little extra things that can be done when the helper's sent away in that half day there's little things that he can't do for me anymore he can't clean up the electrical like i would want him to do or clean out the cabinets he's there now for the day the way i've quoted it i have him doing these little extra things or learning learning new things When your apprentice is with you for the full day and they've picked up on information because their half day of work is kind of over but they're doing odds and ends but they spend the rest of the day learning, that is an asset to the company and it's an asset to the customer because now they're educated on how how to work with that customer and how their building operates. It's all about patience, it's all about doing things in a timely manner but taking your time and doing it properly. Training, doing the little extra things like cleaning up wiring, making sure it's nice and neat, taking rags and wiping things down, brushing out dirt and cobwebs from panels. These are all things that you can do when you have the extra time. And you can also step back, look up something on the internet if you're, if you're unsure, sit down, read it, absorb it, figure it out, and now you're in the know. When you rush through stuff, you can't do that. You cannot do that kind of stuff. So this this is what I'm getting at, is build that rapport so when the customer's handed a quote for $2,000 instead of $1,600, they don't question it. They just approve it, because they know you're gonna do quality work, and they know that you have their back, and they know they're gonna be educated, and their equipment's gonna be running when you're done. That's my whole point of this. So there's a couple of stories for you guys to sort of take in and absorb from my own experiences. All right, and I'll have Paul Schubert. Hopefully, he'll be on the next podcast to talk about RLS and the technology and how it can help you guys in the field if you can't pull out a torch. Anyway, guys, that's it for me. Thank you once again to the Master Group. I'm out. Happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know-It-All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.